0: The user experience trend is getting stronger with Christina Azarenko from Marketing Syrup. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Christina, what's your number one SEO tip for
1: 2022? Hey everyone, so my number one tip for 2022 is to think more about user experience stop thinking about content as if we need to create SEO content. There is no SEO content. There is content that helps people and also optimize for search engines. So what I would say is that um, user experience has been a trend, has been important for a long time, but now it's getting even more and more important, especially with introduction of cobble vitals, uh, that in 2022, oh my god, 2022 is <laughs> um, <it's> already <laughs> coming to desktop, is also coming to desktop. So, I mean, a strong influence of user experience and SEO means that, first of all, you need to be useful, not just create content for the sake of creating content, but be useful. Also, answer the user's questions matching the user intent. So, if you see that your users are struggling uh, to find the information about Something which is related to your service, create a content about that. Even though sometimes this content initially might not have a lot of search volume, if this content is useful for your users, it means that first of all, some tools will not will not show you search volume for uh, if it's not if it's not uh, big enough to show, let's say so, and secondly there will still be users who will be searching for this. And trust me, I've seen many situations where you would create content with uh, zero search, but then you end up getting so many impressions and clicks and visits to your website um, through these keywords. So that's amazing. Uh, answer these questions, use user intent to do so. Also, load fast and secure. These are parts of um, core vitals and be accessible and indexable. So, meaning technical SEO should still be uh, your priority if there is something going on with your website, especially if you're using some fancy JavaScript framework. And, uh, yeah, as I said, just don't think about content as SEO content. Just think about content as the way to help your users and also drive users to your website and to your products, to services that you provide. Um, through um, through good user experience and optimizing content,
0: so how do search engines actually measure? User experience. I mean, it's one thing to deliver great user experience, and you can understand from a usability perspective why you want to ensure that your users are happy. But it must be quite tricky for search engines to determine what's a better user experience than something else. So, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, exactly. I would take a holistic approach, a holistic view of user experience. So, first of all, matching user intent with your content in terms of SEO, for me, it's part of user experience. Uh, User experience. In this case, is not like a designer. <laughs> a designer would would think of it, right? Uh, just like have the right colors, typography, and all this kind of stuff, which is good. But the user experience, what I'm talking about, is more like um, is a more holistic view of it. Then, um, uh, user experience is making sure that that content is accessible. Is making sure that um, using your website is not is not hard you don't have interstitial so basically uh qualitative ways uh for google to estimate how good your user experience is is through cover vitals and uh through uh looking at the content like those interstitials pop-ups that can be sometimes annoying that's something that google looks at and also obviously user intent and plus there is also semantic seo layer where uh you don't want to just um if you if you can answer a question with uh, in using like fifty words and this will be exact answer to the question, you don't need to go uh, to beat around the bush and write uh, I don't know five hundred words to answer this questions just to get optimized. So uh, that's what I would consider as user experience, and Google has direct and indirect uh, ways to measure this, as I uh, pointed yeah, out. Yeah, that's
0: such a more enjoyable way of delivering. Good SEO and um, uh, de- delivering content that's actually satisfying for the users, um, for, for for the um, content writer to produce as well. Because um, in the past, it was frustrating when it was effective um, just to write 500 words or a thousand words on a particular topic and just rehashing the same thing, and it, when it wasn't great user experience. So that's nice from the content producer perspective as well. Um, Are there there any software tools that you use to actually try to track what users are doing on your website? I mean, for instance, I've I've spoken to other people who have suggested using a service called usertesting.com. And um, it's a service that allows you to record videos of what people are doing on your website and get their feedback from that. Um, Do you advocate something like that as well?
1: Um, yeah, so uh, what I sometimes use is uh, Yandex Metrica. It's um, actually, so Yandex is a Russian search engine um, and they have Yandex Metrica, which is basically kind of the same as Google Analytics, but for but from that search engine, right? But um, so Yandex Metrica is free and it has uh, also map of user clicks. You can record sessions. You can rewatch uh, sessions afterwards and see how people are, Uh, looking at your page. So it's very fascinating. Um, So yeah, sometimes I use this service. What are the
0: biggest mistakes that that many web designers or even SEOs are making from a UX perspective nowadays? So if you're looking at video recordings, for instance, um, what are the common issues that you tend to see in these video recordings?
1: Okay, so um, from uh, from designer, especially designer perspective and SEO perspective, what people do, uh, which is, Actually, not really related to recordings, but what people do is um, they use headings for styling uh, versus like headings are used, should not be used for styling or just for styling. They should uh, properly mark the content. So that's what I see. Like sometimes you would have H1 here and there just because you don't know or don't care or something like that. Uh, to know that you can use, for example, H2 there or H3 and then use styling of H1. So that's one of the most things, uh, m- most common things when it comes to mind uh, about designers. My husband is actually a UX designer and it makes me so happy every time when I hear him saying SEO, SEO, SEO. He's learned so much. So <laughs> I mean, there is at least one UX designer <laughs> in the world who knows more about SEO um, than uh, some others. So, and when it comes to recordings, what's interesting for me is that I see that people don't actually read (laughs) the content (laughs) a lot. So you, you need to have, uh, the content in chunks and also make sure that the headings are relevant to what your content is like to the content that belongs to these headings. So think about this, um, this way. So if you have, if you have a page, and people would read only the headings what would they get from this page what would we would they understand because um especially when i write content like for my pages it makes me so sad when people don't read but i don't but i get it totally get it so yeah
0: <laughs> okay so you've made your husband passionate about seo uh, that's great so how do seos then educate UX people and and get them more knowledgeable and passionate about SEO? Is there a certain aspect of SEO that you need to train them in to make them understand it quite easily?
1: Yeah, I did a few trainings for designers actually. And I think the two most important aspects are, um, first of all, as I said, like headings and understanding that they are not for design only. They are also for marking out the content correctly. And the second thing, which is huge, is speed. So because designers usually are usually um, accountable for like images and uh, things that are going on on, this webs- on the website in terms of visual content. And what I usually find is that they want to have things really like clear and amazing. And that makes sense because they are they care about their job but then at some point it might become really hard because they would upload big images and uh, it just doesn't help page speed and um, one thing that I I saw which was really weird (laughs) is that um, there was a website and only part of an image of a huge image was used for I don't know, for like kind of line or something. So the so the website the page would always load this huge image, which was something like four thousand by four thousand pixels, and only part of this image would be used. So think about how much uh, how much speed, how much bandwidth is used to load this. So if these two main things. Will be would be understandable for uh, designers. It would be amazing.
0: So you touched upon how headings um, should be written with the user in mind. But what does this mean for keywords? Is it still important to incorporate keywords and in headings and all the traditional places that you would put keywords?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, keywords are not going anywhere. They're just becoming more sophisticated because you're using uh, semantics, you're using synonyms for those keywords. You just don't uh, always say like uh, um, I don't know like uh, t-shirts 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 you use other words as well t-shirts is, might not be it's my favorite <laughs> example but it might not be the best example here but anyhow you are getting the point so that you use synonyms and though um, like variations of the keywords but also um, what I like uh, doing sometimes is like okay you can have an H one with keywords like, for example, if I'm uh, if I want to rank for a Toronto consultant or con- SEO consultant in Toronto, I can have it as an H one, and then I can have even bigger, which is fine. Something that is H two, which is marketing, <laughs> marketing heading, like I help people who blah blah blah. So these kind mm-hmm. of things that's possible as well, um, but I still uh I still use like these web standards of using h1 for the most important thing that you're trying to convey on the website not marketing like marketing copy right so um yeah to this point I would I would definitely include keywords But it's so much easier when you think about uh, semantics and when you think about variations and synonyms and all this kind of stuff.
0: So what does the greater importance of good user experience mean for the SEO role moving forward? Um, Will the SEO in the future be less technical and more creative?
1: I think, well, first of all, it's, oh my God, I love this question. So uh, when I was starting, there was just SEO. Right. It was like okay. Mm. There were uh, backlinks. There was some on-page, um, and the technical people rarely will talk about technical. And now it's there's so much more like international SEO news, SEO, uh, all this kind of stuff. So I think that going forward, this mm, um, this difference in in roles. Will be even bigger, so so of course SEOs would need to know, uh, would need to know technical SEO, but maybe even it's happening even now when there are more people who are um, uh, who are dedicated to technical part. I'm really liking uh, technical part. But, and those people who are really obsessed about on page, because at some point when, um, so in most of the cases, it's enough to know this and this, but in some cases, when people want to get, as you said, want to get creative and um, all these kind of things, they want to, they can move into a more content-based role, which is fine. And there will be someone else who knows technical really good, like for example, if you want to migrate or something, not every SEO, in my view, not every single SEO should be really expert in it. You're going to have different, different people with different skills because in my view, um, thinking about content and thinking about this creatively, uh, from even from the SEO perspective, it requires a little bit different skills um, compared to technical SEO. Um yeah, so these roles are going to be even kind of more separated in the future.
0: Understood, understood very much. In fact, um I, I'm definitely more of a creative SEO. Uh when when someone starts talking to me about things like pivot tables and Excel, then I just want to switch <laughs> off and <laughs> but some SEOs love that kind of thing. <laughs> so You've persuaded an SEO listening that they absolutely have to spend more time focusing in on user experience, but they haven't got much time. What's one thing that um, that SEO might be doing a lot of at the moment that's probably not a great use of their time? They should probably stop doing now in order to spend more time focusing on user experience.
1: Yeah, uh, so it's a stop obsessing about uh, keyword rankings. I know that it's kind of easy to report on, but it's not the main goal. So um, it can either be used additionally to the main goals like revenue and um, important traffic, not just traffic for the sake of traffic, right? Um, But you can also ditch keyword rankings for good because it's not the um, the main factor that shows that your SEO campaign is successful.
0: Great thoughts. Well, Christina Azarenko is SEO consultant and founder at MarketingSyrup.com. Christina, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at SEO in 2022.com.